Lord knows how long he's been lying out there, flat on his back in the middle of the vegetable garden. I see him through the smudged window over the kitchen sink as I'm carrying the groceries to the counter, the day burning bright all over him. I wasn't gone but an hour. I set down my bags and hurry out the back door. I've got two more waiting in the car. Frank, I yell, are you all right? He doesn't say a word, not until I'm looming right over him. My shadow draped across his chest and following the wrinkles in his plaid shirt before falling flat onto the dirt. He looks up at me, not even squinting against the sun. Three or four of his tomato plants are crushed underneath him, their silver-furred vines curled about his arms and knees like something that wants to pull him into the earth. He's broken a stake in trying to haul himself up and ripped two more from the ground, torn cuts in it, clotting with dark soil. I'm fine, he said, just needed to lie down for a second. In the middle of your tomato plant, just wore out from the sun, he says. His speech is sloppy and slurred as a drunk's. Smile for me, I say. One corner of his mouth twitches upward, while the other stays still, pulls his face into a lopsided grin. Can you raise your arms? He lifts them both, but one drifts right back down just as soon as it's risen, pulled back to the dirt by an insistent, invisible hand. I squeeze the one reaching for me. The green smell of tomato leaves is on his fingers. Don't you move, I say. And I get myself back in the kitchen quick as I can and call for the ambulance. The operator doesn't sound like she's in too big of a hurry, and I'm fairly sure she's eating donuts. Makes all of her words sound fat. I pace the tile thin, waiting for her to take down Frank's name and our address. And be quick about it, I say. It's an emergency. That's what they all say, sir. The phone's mounted on the wall. I leave it off the hook, swinging by its cord over the floor in case they need to trace the call in order to locate us. I wouldn't be one bit surprised to find out she'd written our address wrong and take Frank out a glass of water. I hold it to his lips, but then, if only half of him's still working, he might not be able to swallow it right and choke to death before they get here to rescue him and he's so heavy I don't believe I could even roll him over myself. I yank the glass from his lips before he can take a gulp, but he doesn't seem to care. Just looks at me with that same muddled expression. His old blue baseball caps tilted backwards, nearly fallen off his head. He keeps that thing perched so high and loose any breeze might knock it away, and usually does. Spends half his time out here picking that cap up from wherever the wind's taken and dropped it. But he hates anything to squeeze his skull. Well, he says, as if we've lingered here just a little too long after the conversation's run its course and things have become awkward. Does anything hurt? He raises the one eyebrow he can. His cap rustles up with it. Half of me feels mighty strange, he says like it ain't hardly there. I snatch the cap off his head. Sweat stains along the band have turned the inside pale green in a few splotches. I stand here in the bright heat and fan him with it, stirring the thick air into the measliest of slow-moving breezes, barely trembling the white wisps of his hair, for what seems like two hours of waiting, while he stares up at me with a blank, lopsided grin. Gives me the creeps.
Stop smiling like that, I say. It gives me the creeps. The raised half of his mouth slowly slips down his cheek toward his chin. It's too hot out here. You shouldn't have been working out here in the first place. He's 83 years old, for heaven's sake. An 83-year-old doesn't have any business being outside in the middle of the day like this. I'm sure there's some kind of heat advisory in effect, warning people to get their pets and their elderly inside, safe in the air conditioning. And, of course, he's only got the sleeves of his shirt rolled halfway up his forearms. Never an inch higher, even in the full heat of summer. Sweat trickles down my back. I hate to sweat.